Hello, you're listening to the MyCare Champion Cast. I'm your host, Brian Peters, CEO of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. Each month, we invite industry experts and thought leaders to discuss relevant healthcare issues. Join us as we explore key topics that affect Michigan hospitals, health systems, and the health of our communities. Today, we'll be discussing a topic that continues to be a priority for the MHA and our membership, health equity. As we emerge from one of the most challenging years in the history of our field and continue the fight against COVID-19, we have an extraordinary opportunity to address inequities that many of our communities continue to face. I'm honored to be joined today by Tina Fries-Decker, President and CEO of Spectrum Health and the Chair of the MHA Board of Trustees. Tina, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure to join you today. Well, before we dive into health equity, Tina, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, as we speak, there are now well over a thousand Michiganders who are hospitalized in our member hospitals throughout the state of Michigan with COVID-19. What's the latest from your perspective there at Spectrum Health? Well, Brian, we are very sad to see the increase in cases occurring in Michigan uh, and across the country and the world. Um, but we are in healthcare and we're continuing to be here to help people navigate their health uh, issues, whether it's COVID-19 or some other health concern. Um, we do continue to promote the benefit of vaccines um, because it does show that it reduces the risk of, of um, serious illness and death. Um, but we know that there are many questions still uh, that people have about the vaccine, and we are ready and uh, willing to engage in some of those conversations about the vaccine. For Spectrum Health, we now have over 100 patients within our hospitals, and the positivity rate is over 10% um, when we look at a seven-day average. And so it is concerning to see it continue to increase. I know our team members are doing everything they can to take care of every person that comes to visit the hospital or a physician practice, um, but they are very tired of uh, this pandemic. And uh, so it's really important that we continue to do what we can to practice prevention, to, to practice uh, the measures that we know work, hand washing, social distancing, wearing masks, getting vaccinated and so on. And I'm hopeful that we won't see as high of a surge as we did last year. Um, because we have most more of our population vaccinated. Um, but I again, we're here to take care of people. We just wish we didn't have this surge. Well, I really want to make sure our uh, listeners understand that Tina has been on the leading edge of this pandemic from day one, and not only doing a phenomenal job leading Spectrum Health and really uh, setting, I think, a very positive example for other employers uh, in the region and throughout the state. But she has also been part of the Merck Group, the Michigan Economic Recovery Council, uh, which helped uh, earlier in the pandemic to advise Governor Whitmer and others on, on how to safely emerge uh, from COVID-19. And certainly, Tina, since July 1st, you've done a fantastic job leading the MHA as our board chair. And uh, we're not out of the woods yet with this pandemic, there's no doubt. But uh, with your great leadership, I, I feel a lot better. So thank you for all that you've done. You know, Bri now, Brian, one, one comment. I just have to say how grateful I am for all of the caregivers in our state and throughout the country and world. They are phenomenal at what they do. They come at uh, this pandemic with courage, with caring, with compassion. 
with curiosity. And they've, we all should be extremely grateful for what they have done to help our communities be healthy. And then you mentioned Merck and the role of MHA and the collaboration that has happened because of what the MHA has done and what Merck, Michigan Economic Recovery Council did to understand best practices, to put together good ideas about how do we approach this and, and lead successfully. And so the collaboration across our state has been phenomenal uh, with employers, with um, other businesses, with associations. And I think that has helped many of us in healthcare uh, be good at what we're doing. That's well said, Tina, and absolutely agree. That's actually a really good segue to the subject of our MyCare Champion cast today, and that is health equity. So in your capacity as MHA board chair, can you share some of your thoughts on why health equity matters to our membership and to the MHA Board of Trustees? Yeah, our members are across our entire state. They serve every Michigander. And so addressing health equity is consistent with our mission. And the mission of the MHA is to advance the health of individuals and communities. There are a number of initiatives that the MHA has embarked on that make a difference for healthcare in Michigan. And I'll highlight one of them, which was the Keystone Center's focus on addressing quality, um, which had made a significant impact in improving outcomes many years ago. The reason for the success of the Keystone Collaborative was that we collaborated. We came together as health systems to collectively improve quality to address a big issue, and we did that. And so now I see that we are coming together to address the health inequities in our communities. We are learning from each other and we are putting in place the best practices. We know that research and experience um, is beneficial. Uh, we know that research and experience shows that by working collaboratively and proactively, we can address the inequities that exist and we can have a measurable impact on health equity. We can also reduce the barriers and the lessen the disparities. Individually, we are all engaged in this work in our own communities, and we all did this prior to the pandemic, but the pandemic has heightened the need for us to be collaborative, work together, and address these inequities right now. And this is where the, a the MHA can provide valuable leadership. Well, thank you, Tina. And now, putting on your hat as president and CEO of Spectrum Health, which by the way, is a large integrated health system with 14 hospitals and a health plan which serves more than 1.2 million members. Why does health equity matter to you and what is Spectrum Health doing uh, about this? So the mission at Spectrum Health is to improve health, inspire hope and save lives. This means we are focused on every individual in all of our communities. We want each person to be their best self and have a high quality of life. We also recognize that health inequities don't just negatively impact individuals um, who experience the barriers and the disparities. They have a negative impact on the community as a whole. And so with a healthier community, we can be more productive, we can have a more vibrant economy and create more attractive places to live. And so addressing the health equities needs to be done at the individual, at the community level, and also at the societal level. And it's part of this step to get the flywheel moving. And once it's moving, I think that we can really embrace our full selves to contribute to the full society. So at Spectrum Health, we have been focused on health equity for a while. Um, we've, been, we've dedicated over $6 million annually to achieve greater health equity over the last 20 years. 
We've invested in school health programs, food programs, infant mortality. Last year, we increased this commitment by 40% to ensure that we are meeting the community's needs as it relates to health equity. Um, I thought I'd just give you a couple examples. So in Grand Rapids, we became the fiduciary for a community partnership called Strong Beginnings, which over the course of a decade, reduced black infant mortality by 28%. I think it was actually two decades because we've worked on it for a long time. And, but I'm really pleased to see that for those enrolled in the program, for those uh, black mothers and infants in the program, we have um, reduced the disparity between those in the program and white, those that are white in the county. In St. Joseph, we partnered with housing organizations to ensure the heat did not get turned off in the winter. And this was in one of those winters that it was particularly cold. All of these things contribute to addressing the disparities and the inequities that are existing right now. And so it's really important that we focus on these things because it will have an impact as we go forward. We are meeting with communities to understand what their needs are. We're listening to uh, their concerns. We're partnering with members and organizations to provide necessary support. We also wanna measure the progress with a focus on improving life expectancy and quality of life. One example of how we are making a concrete difference in health equity comes from the first six months of the pandemic. Soon after COVID-19 arrived in West and Southwest Michigan, we began seeing some racial and ethnic disparities in infection and hospitalization rates. And the infection and percentage for African-Americans was 20%, and the Hispanic Latinx individuals was about 40%. So our team analyzed the data and identified where the initial growth in COVID-19 cases was the greatest. And then we stepped up some of our community outreach efforts in the in key areas. We reached out to partners uh, like the Urban League, like the Grand Rapids African American Health Institute and the Hispanic Center to hone our messaging and ensure all our hard hit communities receive the critical information about COVID-19 prevention and healthy behaviors. Then we also doubled down on door-to-door -door outreach and prevention. In just two Grand Rapids zip codes, our teams distributed um, 9,625 packets of masks, hand sanitizer, and education materials. We conducted 3,236 screenings for COVID-19, social determinants of health and mental health, and distributed about $50,000 in financial assistance from the Spectrum Health Client Assistance Fund. In Benton Harbor, Spectrum Health Lakeland began partnering with community organizations and influencers to create culturally relevant messaging for COVID-19 and other community health issues that resonated with impacted groups and drove changes in behavior. So within months, the disparities decreased and in some cases disappeared. By September, shortly before that fall surge materialized, the infection percentage for um, people who are black in Kent County had decreased from 20% to 5%. And the percentage for people who are Latinx decreased from 40% to less than 25%. Our other efforts in Benton Harbor were so effective that the Michigan Coronavirus Task Force on Racial Disparities awarded Spectrum Health Lakeland a $1.2 million grant to support the Center for Better Health, an effort aimed at addressing the COVID-19 disparities experienced by Benton Harbor residents. So our outreach to community partners and focus on building relationships with people of color and other high-risk groups worked. And it was because we made this work a priority and we collaborated. And so we need to continue to work to do this work to further address and eliminate those health inequities 
And that's why it is so connected back to our mission, why we're passionate about it, because we're really helping people live healthier lives. Well, Tina, that's just a fantastic uh, synopsis of uh, some of the, the very tangible work that you've been leading, and it's heartening to hear of the, the success to this point. You know, there's just a few items in, in what you just described that really stand out to me. One is uh, the importance of data. There's the old saying in healthcare, it's difficult to improve uh, what you don't measure. And you mentioned some places where you're actually uh, looking at, at data and tracking the metrics. And another is, you know, this work is difficult. It's not work that we can accomplish on our own inside you know, the four walls of our own organizations, we need to find partners in the community. And you mentioned that. Uh, and I think we see that throughout our, our state here as well. Whenever there's a successful effort along these lines, it, it involves uh, key partners. And then, you know, the last piece is, I, I think in many respects, uh, you've lifted up the fact that this is continuation of the focus that our member hospitals and health systems have had for some time now on the social determinants of health, really understanding clearly that it's not enough to simply treat people who show up at the hospital doorstep once they're, they're sick or, or injured, but that we need to do a better job reaching out into the communities and, and really uh, help to elevate their health status in advance. So it, it's really terrific to hear how you're doing this. Now, uh, it strikes me that just last fall, uh, Spectrum Health actually issued an anti-racism pledge, which I think is terrific. Can you talk a little bit about the, the purpose behind that and share any impact you've seen uh, to date? Thank you, Brian. Um, so our anti-racism pledge is our public and our personal commitment to act against structural racism. We pledge to take on the challenge to eliminate, ra eliminate racism and its impact on health, hope, and lives both within our organization and in the communities that we serve. So with this pledge, we committed to specific actions. Um, some of those include deepening our commitment to the one, two, three for equity pledge developed by the American Hospital Association. We wanted to continue to embrace our role as an anchor institution. Uh, we wanted to conduct rigorous analysis of our procedures, policies, practices, and cultural norms. We wanted to increase our cultural competency we wanted to systematically and regularly evaluate our strategic priorities and their impact on health equity. And we wanted to utilize data informed strategies to ensure health equity. And you did a great job of summarizing all the things that we that I said before, because it fits right into those areas. By tying our overreaching commitment to health equity to these specific actions, this pledge helps provide clarity and a basis for accountability for our organization, for our teams and, and, and team members. It also helps us set priorities and it ensures that our commitment to making measurable progress will endure well past the current environment and crisis. You know, uh, one question that I often get asked is what, in terms of your strategic priorities, um, what do you focus on for diversity, equity, and inclusion? And we focus in five areas. One is organizational cultural competency. Uh, second is supplier diversity. Third is community engagement. Fourth is equity of care. And then fifth is workforce uh, diversity. We've also set up some councils to make sure that we are living what we said we would do. And so we have a new system health equity council and that's an internal council. And then we have a health equity standing committee on our system board of directors. And they are tasked with developing issues around those five areas and designating metrics for measuring our progress. We have 
Um, we're in the early stages right now, but we have seen some measurable progress in our workforce diversity. Um, as we measure it, we're, we're trying to track our diversity, and we've seen that diverse hires for physicians, psychologists, advanced clinicians, and practice providers increased from about 14% in 2020 to 28% in May of 2021. We've also seen increases in diverse uh, executive hires um, in the same time period, and between 2010, or between 2019 and 2020, women from multicultural backgrounds working at Spectrum Health increased by more than 12%. So we're pleased to see the progress that we're, that we're making there. Um, and we continue to be encouraged by that, but we know that we need to continue to, to do more. Excellent. I'm really thrilled to share with our listeners that along those same lines, the MHA uh, developed its own pledge uh, to address racism and health inequities uh, back in November of last year. And I'm, I'm so proud to share that now 130 of our member hospitals and health systems, of course, including Spectrum, have now taken that pledge, indicating a unified commitment to address disparities, dismantling institutional racism, and achieving health equity. So it's very clear that the support is there uh, we have a, a unified membership around this commitment, and now it's really incumbent upon all of us, I think, to, to act, to continue to do the things that we know can make a difference. And, and really following the lead of, of you, Tina, and others uh, in the field who have really gotten out ahead of this curve, uh, I think is going to be important for us. So how do these commitments uh, to ending racism and health inequities change how Spectrum Health executes its mission? Well, just a previous comment, Brian, I think that the MHA uh, creating their pledge is a very foundational, and I appreciate the courage for the MHA to proceed with that and to get over 130 members to join in there shows that we are committed to addressing health inequities and uh, addressing racism as we move forward. So thank you for your leadership in that. For Spectrum Health, um, you know, we focus on our mission every single day. And it's through this lens that we do our work. Um, we know that health equity commitments help bring certain aspects of our work into sharper focus. And they expand our understanding of the challenges that have to be overcome to fully live into our mission and to our vision. So to meet these challenges, I believe we must first listen to the needs of our community members. We can't just assume we know what the biggest problems and root causes are. Only by listening to those we serve can we ensure we are really focusing on the right things. At Spectrum Health, we are making listening a priority. Throughout the pandemic, we have reached out to our partners and our communities in new ways, and we've developed really good relationships. We've also engaged in that two-way communication, and we've partnered on outreach with other organizations who are already trusted ambassadors in the communities. One of my favorite proverbs is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I believe collaboration is essential to addressing health equity as we move forward. Absolutely agree with that. And I'd also like to take this opportunity to remind our listeners that our MHA Keystone Center does offer a guide to eliminating disparities to advance health equity and improve quality. Uh, this is a free resource uh, that provides practical guidance for organizations looking to assess and act on health inequity, and it's available, again, at no charge at mha.org. Uh, I have to share also that 
Uh, Tina, you lifted up the American Hospital Association uh, a few moments ago, and, and certainly they're involved in this work. And Tina will actually join the American Hospital Association Board of Trustees uh, this coming January, so representing Michigan, and, and she'll certainly do a terrific job. Uh, Tina, from your perspective, uh, this challenge, this journey is not unique to Michigan. This is something that uh, the entire country and, and every state in the union is facing, right? It is. And you know, I go back to our missions are pretty much all very similar about improving the health of our communities and addressing these health equities, inequities is um, one of the, the areas that I believe we can be uh, very um, influential in, in the communities if we do it the right way. It needs to be done in collaboration and in partnership with our clinicians, with our community members, with community health workers and nurses, um, to really get in and understand what the um, root causes are and the determinants of health are so that we can actually promote prevention and help people live healthier. And I think as we do that, we will ultimately reduce the total cost of care, which all of us care about affordability as well. So we can improve health equity and we can improve quality, improve the quality of life and reduce the cost of care. So health equity, clearly a major priority for Spectrum, major priority for the MHA and our membership. Uh, before we wrap today's uh, chat, uh, Tina, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners, uh, priorities from your perspective, from the Spectrum Health System Board of Directors perspective? You know, our system board, probably like every other board, continues to focus on the elements that allow us to achieve our mission and our vision. And culture is a key part of realizing our mission and our vision. At the heart of a great culture is an engaged team where every person feels valued and where everyone, every person feels the strong sense of belonging. And this means we must focus on building an inclusive culture of love and respect. We must exemplify our values and for Spectrum Health, our values are compassion, collaboration, curiosity, and courage. We must continue to grow and develop a diverse and talented team to help us realize this mission and the vision. With an engaged team, I know we can deliver on that vision to provide personalized health made simple, affordable, and exceptional. And we can also realize our mission to improve health, inspire hope, and save lives. So our board, just like I am, are very focused on the culture and our team. They are phenomenal. I am grateful for all they do every single day. And I know that with the right culture and the team focused, we can address the significant challenges that are ahead of us. Well, thank you so much, Tina. We appreciate you taking time to chat with me today. Your efforts at Spectrum and on the MHA board are absolutely critical to eliminating disparities and institutional racism, which ultimately improves patient care for all populations. With that, I'd like to thank you for listening to the MyCare Champion cast. To learn more or to get involved, please visit mycarematters.org. That's mycarematters.org. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the My Care Champion Cast. To learn more or get involved, visit mycarematters.org. That's mycarematters.org.